Well, my name is Ron Cool. I'm one of the pastors here at Hillside, and it is a joy to be here with all of you this morning, and especially with those of you who are making profession of faith. I, I did have the wonderful opportunity to meet with each one of these young people and to uh, talk with them about their profession and talk with them about who Jesus is and what he's been doing in their lives, and it is just so exciting for me. Uh, as Eric says, it's just so exciting, and, and, I, and I think, wow, you know, God is going to do great things. Uh, through you guys, and so uh, just so thankful for all of you and for uh, what God is doing in your lives. As I've been getting ready for this morning, there's been one story that I, I told here years ago, but it's been coming back to me again and again and again, and I thought, all right, I think I'm supposed to share this story this morning and, and, and just kind of give you this challenge. It, it's actually based on something Bill Hybels did a number of years ago as well, but I want you to imagine a family, all right? Mom, dad, three kids, all right? They live in southern Kent County, Allegan County, somewhere around here. Uh, folks like us. Uh, it's a Friday afternoon. It's a perfect Michigan weekend weather-wise. And uh, mom comes home from work, and, and they put all the kids in the van, and they stow all the gear in the van, and they head out to Holland, Michigan. They drive to Lake Makatawa. You see, the family has a sailboat on Lake Makatawa. And, and so they go there. They put all their stuff on the sailboat, and they, they uh, bring everything in. Then they make dinner together. They play a few games, and, and they go to sleep that night. Sleep really well. You know, on the boat, it's kind of gently rocking back and forth, and, and the family just sleeps great. The next morning, uh, they sleep in. Wake up, make a big breakfast, uh, enjoy that, play some games. About noon, they decide they want to go to the beach. So they get in the van, they drive over to the state park, and, and they play in the sand and the sun and the waves, and they go out and the, swim in the lake and so on. And about 6 o'clock, they come back, make supper, play games, go to bed, get up the next morning, go to church. Finding my stories, everybody goes to church on Sunday. Uh, you got to go to church, and then they uh, decide to go back to the lake again, so they, they drive in the van over there, and come back about 5 o'clock, load everything up. They come back into town, and on Monday when mom goes to work, somebody says, what'd you do this weekend? She said, ah, we went out on the boat. We were sailing. Second family, mom, dad, two kids, all right? Uh, same kind of situation, live in this area. Uh, dad gets done with work on Friday. They put everybody in a van, go out to Holland. They've got a sailboat in a marina out there out at Lake Makatawa. Uh, dinner, they go to sleep, sleep well, and so on. Next morning, they sleep in, wake up, make a big breakfast, and so on. But at noon, at, at noon, they decide to do something different. They actually untie the sailboat, start up the little putt-putt engine, and they, they pull out of the slip, and they go out onto Lake Makatawa there, and, and they drive around the lake, and they look at the big houses, and they, they look at the trees and all the beautiful stuff, and they spend about four hours out on Lake Makatawa there, and then they pull back into the slip and, and, and tie up and dinner and then games and sleeping. Next morning, get up, go to church, because in my stories, everybody goes to church. Uh, they go to church, and then they come back, and they do the same thing. They putter around on Lake Makatawa, come back in, go back into town that night, all right? And, and next morning, uh, when Dad goes to work, somebody says to him, hey, you know, how, what'd you do this weekend? And he says, ah, we went out on the boat. We were sailing. Third family, um, mom, dad, and four kids. Now we'll make it tough, five kids. All right, so mom and dad, five kids, same situation. They load everybody up. The kids have been in sports camps. Load them up after that. Bring them out to Holland. They put them in the boat and sleep well that night. And then the next morning, they don't sleep in. They don't need a big breakfast. But they get up, they untie the boat, the sailboat, start up the little putt-putt engine, and they don't start looking at houses. They head right to the channel. They head right to the channel. And when they get through the channel, they, they put the sails up, they turn the engine off, and they just start to go. The wind rifles through their hair. The, the water splashes against their faces. They get up to Pentwater. They pull in up there. They have dinner. Next morning, they wake up, and guess what they do? 
Yeah, they go to church, right? Because in my stories, everybody goes to church. So they go to church, they come back, they sail their way down, and then, on, uh, you know, come back on uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, kids go to art camp, and, and somebody says to one of the kids, hey, what would you guys do this weekend? And the kid says, oh, we were out on the boat, we went sailing. Question, and it's not that hard, I think you can all get it, is who really went sailing? Who really went sailing? I mean, all three families said they went sailing. All three families were on a boat. All three families slept on the water. I mean, but, but who really went sailing? And, and obviously, we might have questions about the first two, but it's the third one, right? It's the third family that really did it, that, that put up the sails, that got wet, that took a risk, that had an adventure. It was that third family that didn't just stay in the safety of it, but they, but they took off and they had an adventure. They were the ones who went sailing. And that's a picture that I want to challenge you guys with when it comes to living your Christian lives. Because what you say here today is that I belong to Jesus Christ, and I love the way you guys have talked about that. But what I want to challenge you with, and and not just you, but all of us, and I'm talking to myself here, is to not settle for a Christian faith that just stays in the dock. To not settle for a Christian faith that just kind of stays in Lake Makatawa, that stays in there. But to to really trust God. And and to say, God, I'm going to go wherever you want me to go, to go all in, to go for it, to say, God, I'll love whoever you want me to love. I'll go wherever you want me to go. For some of us, that might be going, uh, you know, around the world, like Kenzie's going to Africa this summer. But but for some of us, it might be local. For some of us, it might be, it was interesting to hear how many of you talked about the, the Bridge Street House of Prayer. And, and you want to talk about setting up your sales. When these young people don't do that the last couple of years, and a group are going to do it this summer, it's, it's risky. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're in downtown Grand Rapids, and it's really different from Cutlerville. I'll just tell you that. And it's a very different experience. But what they said, it was so cool. It just, and, and, and to use this image, it was like the sales were up, and in my life I felt like I was getting moved along by the Holy Spirit. And, and, and so the challenge I want to make to you, is to never settle for too little in your Christian faith. To don't settle for just kind of going through the motions. Church, being a Christian is not saying, well, I go to church on Sunday, therefore I'm a Christian. Or I go to church on Sunday and I have another meeting with some other people and, and, and we do a Bible study once a month and I throw some money in the plate. It, it, it's so much more than that. God, God, wants to, God he wants to change the world through you, whether it's right here in your own school or in your neighborhood or, or whether it's around the world, but God wants to take you on an adventure. God, God wants to take you places, and so don't just stay in the safe places. Don't just stay in the shallow water. I, I got to tell you, it's really tempting to do that. <laughs> it, it's, it's really tempting to do that, and, and I worry sometimes. I mean, guess what? I grew up in this area, and I'm still here. But I think that even here, I can say, God, where do you want me to go, and who do you want me to love? Because the fact is, every day you're going to run into people who are broken, rich or poor, whatever. You're going to run into people whose lives are messed up. And you're going to decide, am I going to just stay safe, or am I going to dare to love? God says, go for it. It's what God said to Joshua back in Joshua chapter 1. Let me real quick tie this text in that I want to share with you all. But you, you might remember that at one point Israel was slaves in Egypt. And then God sent Moses. And Moses led the people of Israel out of Egypt. And for 40 years they were in the desert. And then they came around. And just before they went into the promised land, Moses died. Uh, Moses had... Uh, uh, for whatever reason, I, I'm not going to get into that, but Moses died, and, and now Joshua has to take over, all right? And, and uh, let's just be honest about something. Joshua was scared to death. 
If you don't think Joshua, I mean, on the other side are, are fortified cities. On the other side are armies. On the other side is this really frightening stuff. And, and Joshua is scared to death. And God comes to him, and it's a, a favorite passage of a number of us, but he says these words, I repeat, be strong and brave. Don't be afraid and don't panic. For I, the Lord your God, am with you in all you do. And as you think about what you're going to do in your lives, as you think about continuing with college or heading off to college or finishing up high school, as you think about going in those places, remember this, I repeat, be strong and, and, and unafraid. Be strong and brave. Don't panic. Don't be afraid. For I, the Lord your God, am with you in all that you do. God goes with you. I, I made up a, a card so that you could remember it. And... Um, I'll show it to you. It's like this. But uh, th- this is what I did. I, again, I, this is because we talked, for those of you who were here, we talked about the Holy Spirit last week and, and the Holy Spirit moving us along. But, but I want you to take this little four-by-six card, put it someplace where you're going to see it, and, and, and just recognize. And let me point out one thing that I haven't really touched on, but I want to. I, I made sure that there wasn't a sailboat with one person on it. Don't sail alone. Don't go out onto Lake Michigan and try to do this on your own. Get somebody else to go with you, and then know that it's God who ultimately goes with you. But I want you to say, you know what, God, that's what God wants for you. He doesn't want you sitting in the dock. He doesn't want you sitting in the pier and just hanging out there. But, but understand that. And, and so let that encourage you. And, and, and let that guide you. And, and for all of us as a congregation, for each and every one of us as parents, as, as singles, as widows and widowers, to say, God, all right, wherever I am, I want to put my sail up, God, and I want to go. God wants us to have an adventure. He calls us to go all in. And so let's not settle for too little. Let's not settle for just hanging out in the shallow water. Let's see where God wants to take us. It's scary and it's risky, but God will go with us. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for these amazing words that that you spoke to Joshua that now speak to these young people here words that remind us that we are called to be strong and brave. Words that remind us that you know that we're afraid, that, that you're calling us to go places and to do things and to be people that it, it's really scary to love the way you call us to love and serve the way you call us to serve and give the way you call us to give, Father. It's really scary to do that, but, but give us courage. Help us to be brave. And, and I pray for each one of these young people that whether it's a conversation tomorrow at work or whatever it is that when they feel the Holy Spirit nudge them that they will be strong and brave and they will step out and know that you are with them and they'll experience the adventure of feeling the the breeze on their face and the water splashing against them knowing that you are with them may that be true of all of us in Jesus name we pray Amen.